0: Rock and rollin' episode 538. No Laugh Track Podcast here in Minneapolis, Minnesota at Acme Comedy Company in the North Loop. To be specific here, I'm Justin Steverson hosting each and every week. It's been almost exactly a year since Chris Porter was here on the stage with me.
1: Well, that's crazy.
0: You were uh well, I, I looked
1: for my I guess I forgot to sign the wall last time. What? I looked, I was like, Oh, I thought I was here last year. Or maybe I just spelled my name
0: Chad Daniels. I don't
1: know. Maybe I was like, they don't care I was here, but they'd love to
0: know Chad was here. Well, I can help you out with that. It was uh, Valentine's Day week of 2023. Does this ring a bell now?
1: I'm an odd comic to have on Valentine's Day because rarely am I in a relationship or do I have relationship material. It's usually about how I will never not be alone. Right.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard any stories of people like, uh, yeah, we met at the Chris Porter Show and now we're married and have Oh, there and I'm are pregnant. a few. They, they come every
1: year uh, in certain markets. Uh, there's one in Omaha. You're kidding. Uh-uh. There, there's a, oh, uh, one of my good friends, Paul Long, him and his wife, I mean, we weren't friends at the time, but him and his wife uh, came to one of my shows on one of their first dates. Look at that. Yeah. And now, like. He's one of my dear, dear friends. And then
0: you got him hooked. Then, they, of course, they have to come back every time you're absolutely.
1: Well, I also sell cocaine after
0: <laughs> my shows. So, and it's a very specific one. That so. Uh, first of all, I saw your set last night. Oh, you did? Yes, oh. I snuck out right away. Oh, right, good. Right away. I don't. I don't want to be seen.
1: Awesome. Well, I, you're, you know, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're the guy from the podcast.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's maybe happened uh, twice <laughs> ever here, <laughs> 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 and I think it's the same guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I appreciate. If you do it again, I appreciate it every time. Trust me, I really appreciate dude, it. It's great to be acknowledged, Ex- absolutely. especially when you least expect it. A- absolutely.
1: Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Vegas and I was walking down the street and I got recognized like twice. And then I was in Vegas last weekend for shows and no one recognized me at all. It was like the weirdest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that'll keep you in your place, right? Oh,
1: one of my favorite. If you want to if you want to epitomize my fame level in one interaction, I was walking through the streets of downtown Kansas City and I walked up to a corner and a girl went, holy shit, it's fucking Chris Porter. And without skipping a beat, her friend goes, who the fuck is Chris Porter?
0: And they were both right. And they were both. I was like, both are fair. Both are fair uh how would you work the jimmy kimmel club in yes. vegas what's that how do you, you like that place it's uh it's well hmm. oh let's be diplomatic it's my favorite place to
1: perform in vegas okay um structurally there are things like it's got a very high ceiling mm-hmm. and the, other than that i think it's like the perfect club
0: okay um I drove I walked Common, by about a, uh, about a month and a half ago. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get to, there. Was a. It wasn't an act. I wanted to see. And that's, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. So I didn't go.
1: Oh, okay. I Didn't
0: go, but I was. Uh, I stayed right at the uh, uh, flamingo, which is oh, yeah, just right, down the right road to there. Because it. It, yeah. there's
1: like they call it the Link Promenade. Yeah. And it's basically just a fake street. Yeah. Do it, and uh, and that was my joke while I was there. I was like, oh, good, you built a street. People can just walk down. And do things. I'm like, oh, wait, there already was one. It's called Las Vegas. I was like, why do you need this? Was this for people that wanted to go? I'm tired of going north and south. I was going to say, there was no
0: there was no east-west. I want right? to go east-west.
1: <laughs> I want to see the sun behind a Ferris wheel. Right,
0: because all other times you would do that in Vegas, you're risking your life by going off the strip. Oh, yeah. And you, direction. And if, and
1: if you're at the Strat, do not leave. Get an Uber and go somewhere
0: else. Right.
1: Because if you are in the shadow of the Strat...
0: You I really get I have a... Uh, uh, but
1: Kimmel's, sorry. Kimmel's is great. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite club. I wish the ceilings were lower. But other than that, uh, best crowds. Okay. Fullest crowds. Like, always had at least 200 people in the room. Awesome. Um, and the staff is ridiculously amazing as far as taking care of you and making sure your needs are met and going above and beyond. Nice. So.
0: Nice. I uh, I want to know... If this has happened so I was in Vegas at the beginning of January and I for one of the days I was basically by myself. I'd never really done that before, but like just walked around mm-hmm. by myself. It was a ton of fun.
1: It is a lot of- I did that the other night. It was pretty great.
0: Okay. And twice within 24 hours, I was very aggressively approached by a prostitute.
1: Yeah, that'll happen.
0: Ha- do you ha has that happened to you uh, at all no. recently? Because I within I'm telling you, Chris, within five seconds, she was like Let's go somewhere and let me suck your dick. And I was um, like, whoa, uh, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. I don't, I'm just I don't trying even to know your a, name, honey. just trying
1: to get a beer, babe. I was um, looking for my friends. Look, I know you, and I know you're not a prostitute guy. No. But guys that look like you are prostitute guys. <laughs> and uh, That's
0: sort of what I said to my wife when I, I told her about it. I was like, this has never happened before. It happened twice in the last 24 yeah. hours. I was like... Am I, what am I, what was I giving out? It's just because it, I was alone? And
1: I have the same vibe. It happens a lot to, I don't get it like on the street. But it wasn't get, on the street. Like if I walk up to a bar to get a beer and it, I know immediately if a girl's like, hey buddy, cause that never happens. Right? No girl at, in Des Moines even is like, hey, what are you doing cutie? I'm like, th- yeah, you know. And, uh. So yeah, for
0: the record it wasn't it wasn't on the strip. it was inside a casino both times yeah. yeah no
1: they they gotta make money and fucking guys that look like us probably gonna give it to them
0: yeah, so I w- <laughs> I was thinking like is there I think the casinos, at least this place must know. I mean, I recognized the girl after, you know, like yeah. she walked by me. I said no. We crossed paths again. I had to say no again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw her again. I'm like, well, clearly these people working at the casino recognize her as well.
1: Uh, I'm sure. Uh, at the very least, the bartenders know. True. And they probably get a little cut. I wonder. Because they're not, maybe not, they're probably like, hey, if you're going to sit here and fucking whore your, literally whore yourself out, <laughs> you're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to need a couple hundred bucks to not call the cops.
0: I mean, there's got to be some sort of, uh, you know, wink, wink, handshake. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it's like...
0: If dumb me could figure out what's going on... Where'd you just go for an hour and a half? Right? Exactly. Why <laughs> Why's your breath smell like dick? <laughs> Why's your dress on backwards? Yeah.
1: Uh, I had a buddy of mine. He was blackout hammered, and he walked... And he, he's... Listen, I'm not a prostitute guy. All... God... The closest I ever came was in Amsterdam. Uh... Cause you're walking down the red light district and they're literally behind glass. Yeah, and they're some of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Like I was like, I'd have paid fifty euro trying to fuck this chick anyway. And the and I the I think the deal breaker was I found out not from approaching them but found out from another person was you know they don't go to your hotel room in Amsterdam. You go into. When you say, yeah, let's do it, they open the door and you walk into that same room where they fuck all the other dudes. And I'm like, there's no way. (laughs) There's no way that's not a little damp. Just a little damp, either from sweat or anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't want to lay down and be like (sighs) and be like, (sighs) So I'm gonna
0: uh, need to see you put fresh sheets on. And
1: I was also in my twenties. Like now, like I think even if I had a one-night stand now, I'd be like, I need to go get tested right. immediately. Right.
0: Um, I have to say that everyone that I've told the story to about how these two different women came up to me are like, hey, where are you going? What do you want to do? Yeah. Everyone's like, but how much do you think it was? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, we didn't, I had visions of like, uh, you know, like when I used to watch episodes of Cops. Yeah. And it's like the innocent guy, but the, or the you know, uh, the prostitute comes up and the next thing you know, the cops are like, ah, you're, you're yeah. going with us, buddy. And I'm like, no, I didn't I even didn't say yes. I didn't even, I didn't ask a question uh, and answer. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't, I didn't. Was she attractive? N- I mean, that's the thing. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Not
1: bad. That's, uh, I'm going to have, and I think if you're going to get my money, you're going to have to be like devastatingly. Not devastatingly. No. no oh, okay. No. Yeah. No. no, I think no. No, no, no. Not in devastatingly. order, it's just something that'll help me calm myself down after I vomit. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Uh, so let's talk about your week here at Acme. Last night was your first night. Um, Jeff Foser, his very first night MCing. If I if I know oh, yes. correctly, right?
1: He looks a bit like a mad scientist, <laughs> and I like it. I don't mean that in a bad way. I know I but love it. <laughs> but if there was like a Nick show with a mad scientist, he'd he'd make it to you know producers at
0: yes least. Uh, a lab coat is all he's missing
1: a hundred percent right right. but nicest guy in the world very funny mm-hmm. he destroyed yeah and what what i thought was cool about and i love this about minneapolis the scene is there were a lot of comics that came out to watch him
0: to oh that him. yeah that's awesome yeah i did notice some of that yeah, yeah
1: and then he was sitting at the bar with him i just walked by and went ah <laughs> 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 but he took it
0: well yeah he he'll me. never forget that that's yeah, awesome yeah Do you, so what was your version of that? Like your first MC or your first kind of spot like that for young Chris Porter? I believe
1: it was, uh, God rest his soul, Mitch Mullaney, who'd been on a show on the WB Network where he played a teacher, I think. Okay. And uh, Mitch was very funny and a nice guy, and I was a (laughs) doe eyed host. That thought we were going to be friends forever. Where was it? Uh, It was at Stanford's and Westport. Also, God rest its soul. um, Which, uh, man, I miss that club. That was the coolest. That was a great club. It was upstairs. It was shallow, low ceiling, real wide. um, But, yeah, it was also run by cocaine, drug addict people.
0: Those don't seem to last, huh?
1: I mean, to be fair, they they were up and running for 25 years, uh, uh, despite their best efforts. <laughs> um, I'm
0: sure a lot of great stories.
1: Oh yeah, no, you could do, you could do a documentary yeah. on that shit. But um, yeah, and I just remember the shows went great. And I did real well and Mitch was super nice and gave me his phone number and I would call him all the time. Really? And he would pick up most of the time and just he'd be like, Oh, I'm at this party <laughs> and I'd be like, Oh cool, man. Well I'm just call to say what's up and blah, blah, blah. All right, man. And he was always super cool about it. But yeah. You think you ever
0: cool. worked with him? Do you remember working with him again ever? I don't
1: know if I ever worked with him again, but we knew we had mutual friends out in LA. He was really good friends with my friend Anthony Spock and so when I would go out there, we would hang out, and then he just uh, he he just had uh, issues, and and they ended up catching up with him, and, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. lost him fifteen years
0: ago. Damn, like yeah. damn. So what you're saying is, so when Jeff Foser makes it out to L.A., he's got a place to stay. Is that what you're saying? Oh no, I won't
1: give him my number. <laughs> I, learned, I learned that lesson. <laughs> but also, I was I think I was 20 yeah when I hosted for the first. I started comedy when I was 19 yeah. So I'm, I was six months in when I hosted the first. It was a different time. Sure. In 1998. And so there wasn't as many people doing it. And so it was easier uh, to, I think, get hosting gigs and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, I hosted. And, uh, I mean, I thought it went well at the time. I'm sure if I went and looked back at the tape, I was like, oh, I'm literally bombing. <laughs> uh but yeah it was fun shows and and yeah I, I ended up being the house mc not not immediately after that but like a year later i ended up being the house mc for like three months working
0: your way up yeah yeah nice it,
1: it was fun uh i'd go to college from 11 to 6 or no 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 i'd go from college to seven to ten and then i'd go work at the mall from 11 to seven 11 to six i'd go home and and I knew this, I would eat, I'd come home, I'd eat dinner, and then I'd kind of take a nap while I watched A Law and Order. But sometimes I'd pass out in the middle of it and wake up in the, the, the case, had, like they would already gotten to the courts. And I was like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> uh, and then I would shower and go straight to the fucking club. And then I would drink until like one or two. You know, you're 19. I mean, I assumed. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm just five hours sleep. I'm good. Right. What was the mall job then? security what yeah it was uh all my friends wanted to be cops growing up i didn't want to be a cop but so they worked at the mall to like juice up their resume and because yeah. i don't think you could become a cop till like you were 21 or something like that because you can't go you can't bust people for minor in possession if you are also a minor i think um so <laughs> or if you're like hey you're a minor in possession you're like don't we have class <laughs> And so I kicked your ass in fifth grade, dude. Yeah, I'll kick your <laughs> ass tomorrow, JUCO. Uh, so, so you did security. I did security, but it was the Rich Mall. So we had a, and it was all again. It was the late '90s. So, uh, like I don't, I don't think I don't think people realize how great shit was right before 2001. Like everybody had money. Everybody was having a great time, and so the mall had figured out a deal with the local dealerships so they're like you can display your cars in our mall oh, sure yeah, yeah. but in, in trade for that you have to supply the cars for our security detail and so we were driving bmws no and ford explorers brand new ones like around the lot around shit. the lot being like hey <laughs> fucking you can't park there you fucking poor hey you guys smoking weed in there yeah well i'd get out but i'm swaddled in corinthian leather (laughs) so so just don't do that there and uh, i used to sit in the back and i would listen you know this was cd days and i had my cd and i'd throw in cds and i'd write jokes and i would write jokes until i was until i was fucking out of jokes and then i would drive around the lot and then i would park the car and start writing jokes again and uh yeah, like, all the other all the other dudes wanted to be inside and walk around the mall, and I was like, I don't want to be seen at all.
0: So you, did you ever have to actually bust somebody doing something? like? Uh... <laughs>
1: so the worst one was... So the first hour of every day, I would be in... Like, you had to be inside. So I would be inside the first hour of every day so that no one would see me. I would walk around, make sure stores opened on time, and then I would sit inside and eat an omelet. And all of a sudden, i get a phone call from... Uh, the guest store, literally the night before, they had had this huge workshop about credit card fraud. And this dude came in with a fake credit card on, like, the worst day to fucking do it.
0: And You're so, hungry to bust somebody. So,
1: And not only that, they are freshly... Everyone in the mall is freshly educated on how to spot it. Right. Like, literally an hour ago, they were like, here's how to do it. And they, like, the guy even told me, he was like, I thought it was a test And so the guy did it, and we show up, and so we have to wait for the guy to come out. And so the guy comes out, and we're like, excuse me. And as soon as we said that, he takes off running. And we go running after him, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, while I'm running after this guy, I'm like, how do I get out of this now? And
0: Yeah, what's the end move here? He
1: ends up, like, barreling over an old woman, and he gets outside, and luckily – you know, because we're report. You know, it's like full on cops at this point. Yeah. Where we're like, we're going west through the Dillards. Meet us at this door. We know where he's going, <laughs> and like your adrenaline's going. And it's, of course, it's the one day it's snowing, so he busts out through Dillards. Three dudes tackle him, and I just kind of get there. I'm like, well, I don't need to get in on this, so I just kind of stood there and made sure they didn't move. And stood there for the video. And like, hey. <laughs> But all, and so yeah, uh, but that was the weirdest one where we had to like full on tackle a guy and run through the, and it was at like nine thirty in the
0: morning. He learned like his two. lesson, I bet. Well, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: I'm sure he did. And all, but I remember later on being like talking to the guy from Guess, and he was like, "Yeah, I didn't think. I thought we were being. It was like a test. That's
0: funny. Yeah. Like, no." Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I've had those jobs, uh, like when I'm selling beers over at, the, uh, you know, at some of the sporting events, where they're like, hey, uh, just a heads up, um, there's counterfeit money going around. You know, like same thing. Like, yeah. That's the worst day to try and do that, when they're yeah. actually like, testing for it.
1: Yeah, and you have like a slip, like, oh, <laughs> oh,
0: I think they copied this one. Exa- exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, I think we sh- you, I'm going to give you a chance to mention uh, what you're doing, Campfire Astronauts.
1: Oh, yeah, this, I got a little side project. Uh, me and Zach Myers from Shinedown uh, are best friends, and uh, we dated for some time. No, <laughs> um, Anyway, we do a show, and it's basically like we would come up here in chairs with guitars, and we play songs. We tell stories, sometimes stories of us together, sometimes just... You know, we've both been on the road for a long time and done some really weird shit on our own and together, so it's a lot of those stories. And then uh, songs are spaced out intermittently. Um, Usually the songs are, uh, you know, usually we tell a story about the song, like why we're playing it. Oh, right on. And then it's all covers. It's never anything like, this is about the girl that left me in 96. Her name was Sharon. This is called Sharon, You Bitch. (laughs) Uh, and to be
0: clear you're not up there doing comedy songs
1: no no they're like legit cover tunes and then at some point he does stand up i do stand up and then we close the show out with two songs and then that's it
0: i briefly i briefly mentioned this to my wife last night and she was like shine down that that really oh
1: "Oh, what they're a band that like if you've heard of them odds are you they're amazing yeah But also, they're a band that no one's ever heard of that fill arenas. Like, it's the weirdest where I'm like, oh, "Oh, my friend Zach plays for Shinedown. They're like, who's that? Like, 60% of people I say that to, I'm like, oh, well, they're playing the Enormo Dome. (laughs) Right. So somebody's heard of them. Uh Yeah.
0: Enormo Dome. Yeah. (laughs) It sold out they sold out the Enormo Dome again. <laughs> Son of a gun. Uh let's see. Oh, so last time we were here, one of the things one of the things that you mentioned is you had just recently done a cold plunge.
1: Yeah. I Did see, that continue? No. No. No, no I'm still
0: um, Because I want I my dream is I do stuff like that, and I'm so conscious of how healthy I am and I can handle the cold. I want to be that guy.
1: And I found out I wasn't even doing them that cold. Okay, like uh, I was doing like fifty degrees because we're we were literally just running into my friend's pool in like February. Okay, in in Los Angeles. And (laughs) yeah, uh, I didn't turn the heater on, and that's exactly what he said. Okay, and so but it was like forty eight fifty degrees here and there, which uh, in, in the cold plunge world is boiling. Yeah. Like they do it at like 38, 32, somewhere in there. Right,
0: just below uh, freezing. Right? Yeah,
1: or just above it. So you can above, get it. yeah, out. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but I, there are a few things that like I'll do. Like I skydived and was like, yeah, I would do that again. But cold plunge, I was like, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> kind of feel like death. Uh huh. And, and, um, but that being said, you know I've been doing these Burt dates, uh, these Burt tour dates. Mm-hmm. And he, that's their big thing. So I think uh, you know, in a gang, ment- you know, in a gang situation, I'd probably jump back in. Oh, really? Okay. To prove my manhood, but, um, <laughs> I'm never. It's never my idea. Gotcha. Let's put it. Th- it's never like, man, let's do a cool. That being said, you'll do it to fit in. I got. Every you. time I've done it, when I get out, I feel amazing. Yeah. But man, it's it's tough. And these people
0: that can just be like, ah, I'm just gonna jump in. I just saw last night this guy on social media was like, Yeah, we're looking for volunteers to help us. We're trying to reverse aging. Come on, we're we're every day we're we're also, hopping in.
1: We're going in the river. Come on. So fuck off with your reverse age. Like, <laughs> let's have a good, fun life. But let's we don't need to be 120.
0: <laughs> that is one of the first things that pops into my head. Like, like what do you mean by? Because I don't know. At some point, it's going to be not worth it.
1: Could you imagine how many lanes of a highway there would be if we're living to 130?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like,
1: this 10-lane highway is not enough. Still taking me an hour to get to St. Paul because there's 700 billion people on the planet because no one will die.
0: How many generations of families in one house?
1: Oh, no shit. Have you met my (laughs) great-great-great-great-grandpa?
0: we're sharing a bed till he dies yeah
1: it's uh he smells he smells but he does cold plunges every day and uh, he has a beer and then has a cold plunge no i think at 110 we should be able to hunt you i like that yeah you just go out into the woods and try to make it
0: and if you can then you earned another a little more time right there's
1: a time limit
0: that's hilarious He, i um I'm curious. So this happened to me about a week ago. I went to a f- fast food drive-through, just ordered one thing, a yep. burger, okay, and it wasn't ready when I got to the window. So they did the, oh, just could you pull up? That happened
1: there? to me with a with a sausage biscuit the other day.
0: And they're like, could you just pull up to spot one there? Okay, I'm like thinking like, there's no one here and it's not ready. First of all, that's strange. Yeah, it was a very simple order. Like I didn't. It was a it was a quarter pounder. Hold the cheese. Hold the oh, cheese. That's why they were in there calling
1: you gay and stuff. <laughs>
0: So here's the They're thing. Like, no, 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 wait.
1: I got another one. I got another <laughs> one for the guy who doesn't eat cheese. <laughs>
0: Farted on the bun. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> this lactose. I love cheese.
0: I don't like American, fake ass American cheese. So I have that held off. Let me
1: tell you something about American cheese. Yeah, it's fake. But it's delicious and it melts so perfectly. It does. It like, does. It's my first choice in eggs.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I understand. I get your beef with it, but let's not poo poo it. okay? (laughs) I'll eat it before again. I'm sure. So I so they had me pull up and I'm waiting for the sandwich. And this guy brings a guy brings it out and he's like, quarter pounder. Thank you. Hands it to me. I start driving away and I notice the sticker on it is someone else's like very intricate special order of the same sandwich uh extra shaved onions uh no ketchup and some other things uh extra bacon which it didn't even have on it yeah what would you do just take that sandwich and drive away or would you do a u-turn and get the correct sandwich
1: i am too specific with my i'm a very picky eater so i'm i'm going back around
0: you're going back around
1: yeah because like i'm a no veggies guy Oh. And like, look, lettuce. if it's leaf lettuce and tomato, like I'm not opposed to pulling that off. But when it's that shredded shit that you can't get out, it's like sand because you can't get it out of anything. You're like, I think I got it. And then you take a bite. and You're like, motherfucker. Uh, onions, go- like onions, I'm bringing it right back because there's no way that hasn't permeated the fucking bun. True. Same with pickles. And uh, and I've I've. And I've also been the guy where I hand it to them, and then they just knock it all off and put it, give it back to me. I'm like, no, nah.
0: no, I, I could have done that. They take a napkin. Here we got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, fucking. Do you own this place? Are you trying to keep shrink down, Kevin? Right. Like, you are 17. Just make me another fucking burger.
0: And we're charging 50 cents for dips now because you've been wasting them.
1: <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I got 50 cents for an extra ranch. <laughs>
0: Well, for the record, I just ate somebody else's sandwich. I just took off and ate it.
1: You gotta stand up for yourself, I, bro. <laughs> you can't let McDonald's railroad you like that.
0: I know. I know. It was. Uh, I, it was fine. I, I didn't. It's not going to change the way I order. I'm not going to now get it with. Uh, yeah, you weren't like, oh, this is life changing. <laughs> like,
1: just I, extra shaved onions. You were already dealing with a psychopath. i know i should have pulled over and been like who the fuck ordered that like are you mad at your fucking partner (laughs) or you're like this bitch gonna pay with my breath
0: you know what bacon i want onions only (laughs) it might have been valentine's day last week or maybe the day before so there's treating yourself on (laughs) b-day could have been something to that
1: also i love how you went to mcdonald's and you're like oh no american cheese because that's fake like, the burger itself is super great, and the uh, bun is of great quality. I pick and choose. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> you! I worked at McDonald's from fucking 15 to 17, and you I equate you to the giant woman that would show up and order a number six, which was a double quarter pounder meal, which at the time we still supersized. She would supersize it with a Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. I knew you were going to you're say just like, that. bitch, get the sugar. Because you are you are doing nothing for yourself here. I drink diet. I drink diet. <laughs> Granted, it's 64 ounces of it. Yes. And I'll probably get a refill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I need to bring up uh, one of my favorite uh, things you have in your act right now, which is when you're talking about... Um, how things used to be different. As, I mean, as someone oh, yeah. I around feel like your age. I the oldest man on stage now. Uh, I can completely relate to so many of those things, including the part where you talk about people going into record stores like Best Buy. Yeah. And uh, they actually ran, first of all, I love the point you, that you point out. They actually ran out of music sometimes. They like, imagine that yeah. happening today. That would never happen because we all get it off our phones. Um, but it remind, when you're doing that bit, it reminds me of when I... Did go to a Best Buy once, wanted a CD, and I didn't know the artist. And, yeah. I, and I sang the song mm-hmm. uh, to the guy working, and it's, uh, to this day, I can't forget it because I would, well, I'll just tell you what it was. Tainted love, oh, <laughs> tainted love. Yeah. That's the, that's the CD I wanted. But a uh, soft sell, tainted love. Did you, but was he accurate? Did you, like, were like you like,
1: bump bump? And he was like, oh, that's like I can tell Yeah. Yeah. We found uh, yeah. it.
0: They had it in stock. I purchased it. And it was the only good song on that album. I
1: will never forget. Um, I've always, you know, music's been a huge part of my life. Yeah. And uh, some of my, all of my, most of my core memories are tied to what was playing or, and I'll never forget the first time I heard Nirvana was at Kelly Fletcher's birthday party in eighth grade or seventh grade. And I remember I was sick. And, but you're in seventh grade and you're not, not going to go to the party. Right. So you show up and then I was like, I, you know, it would come in waves and like a wave came where I just kind of needed to sit down and I kind of sat down and fucking Smells Like Teen Spirit came on and I sat up and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I remember going to Target the next day and just knowing it was Nirvana and not knowing what song it was and I couldn't afford the record or maybe the record was sold out. But all they had was Come As You Are. But I didn't remember the name of the song. So I was like, this must be it. And I put it in. I was like, well, this is obviously the same band. But this is not. But And Come As You Are is a great song. Yeah. But it's not Smells Like Teen Spirit. No. And, uh, but yeah, that was. And then, a, but yeah, I just remember that. That was kind of the core memory where it was like, oh, we were lost. Mm-hmm. We were literally just in the dark grabbing for things and hoping that was it. And you
0: couldn't return CDs. Imagine, so like, I re- now I'm thinking of like, you You get into a band and then want to hear their old stuff. Yeah. And you weren't going to hear that anywhere. No. You know, like you were totally taking a risk of every song on there. You pr- it's probably new to For you. For sure. Yeah.
1: And then towards the end of CDs, the, especially the used CD places, when they came into effect, you could listen to CDs and then Best Buy started yeah. having listening stations. That's right. But even then, you could only listen like fifteen, sixteen seconds of the song, yeah. or whatever. And uh, but yeah, there was just so many one-hit wonder "fuck you over" CDs. Uh, the refreshments, I remember them.
0: <laughs> if uh, I could have all those nineteen dollars ninety nine cents back, fucking, right?
1: Fucking. <laughs> and then I, and then the thing people always bring up that I don't really bring up because I feel like someone else does uh, is Columbia House. Oh yeah. Where you get you know eleven CDs for a penny, but then you have to buy nineteen of them for thirty-five dollars a yes. piece.
0: I never did that, but uh, my buddy across the street did, and I was thankful for it because then I took those CDs and brought it home and then dubbed them all onto cassettes, oh, yeah. and then my collection like tripled in a, well, in a week.
1: <laughs> and that was the day. Those were the days where you'd make your own mixtapes. Yeah, for because sure. Because there was no Spotify, so you'd sit there and you'd have to re- put a CD in, press play, hit record, and you know, my dad, luckily, had a fucking, st- he was enough of an audiophile to have everything connected so I could just record oh, straight fancy. over. But, so, you know, your your friends that, did, your par- that their parents didn't give a fuck about that shit would literally, like, record it off. You'd hear that they would just recorded it off their boombox. Like, sure. one was playing and then they used, like, a tape recorder. Held it up. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Sh- shut up. <laughs> This is a, this song's fucked up because my mom comes in and yells at me. And so, that dog barking isn't part of the song. You know, halfway through
0: "Spice Up Your Life," you shut up, Bob. Shut up. You, uh, I saw uh, backstage there. You have some albums sitting out.
1: Uh, yeah, I still, you know, uh, sell merch. I don't like T-shirts because I don't. You know, most of that, I feel like I'm running an Abercrombie and Fitch because <laughs> you're like, oh, I need larges and I need extra
0: smalls. And, and uh, then you're out there talking people. You'll squeeze into a medium. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Or and it never matters how big you get them. There's always a guy that's offended that you don't have the next one up. Like, I remember when I sold T-shirts, oh. I, I'd get these. You'd go to Wisconsin and there's all these guys. You got Triple X. And then finally, I got triple X's. And of course, a guy comes up. He's like, you got Quad X. (laughs) And I'm like, no, who the fuck has Quad? That's a car cover, bro.
0: It says Nissan on it, but I'll sell it to you. (laughs) It's got little pockets for your mirrors.
1: (laughs) But yeah, uh, and I just so, yeah, I sell vinyl records, which are. Like yesterday, the day you get here is the worst day. Cause, oh, yeah. Because your bag weighs like 65 pounds and you've been dragging around it all day. Yeah. Um, and then on the way home, it's a 20-pound bag, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I sell records. They're great. Because um, even if the customer doesn't – because everybody wants something. hmm And even if they don't have a record player, it's basically a signed headshot is all it is. Yeah. And so, and it's great. And most of the records have download cards. The new one doesn't, but I'm going to fix that on the next pressing.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I was, so let's talk about that. So since you were here last year, we discussed briefly that you had recorded a special and it wasn't out yet. Yes. It was coming out in April. Of course, now it is out. It is out. And there's, th- and there's also, you're saying, an LP version of that special.
1: Yes. Uh, it's called There's No Money in Babies. <laughs> uh, it's on YouTube. It's free. Um pretty good. I don't mind it.
0: The uh,
1: beginning. The begin Oh yeah, the beginning uh so for you know, What the fuck? pulling <laughs> back the fourth wall here. Uh when you do a special, you usually record multiple shows. Yeah. And I would come out and give a speech before every show and like every show I'd be like, "Hey man, don't y'all stuff out cuz it'll fucking I'm just going to cut it out. Yeah. Like you're not going to make it." And so and i was wearing like a black crow shirt when i do the speech and then when i came out i was like what's up everybody cuz i was wearing a different shirt He'd goes like of course the guys like where's the black crow like, god damn it so finally so that was one example and then yeah i'm i was doing one of the shows and this guy just starts laughing a lot and i look over and he's starting to do like the ray charles thing and i've done a very fair amount of mushrooms and i know what a mushroom guy looks like and I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, oh, that guy's tripping. Okay. And I'm like, how do we play this? And I'm like, let's just hope he kind of dies down. And he doesn't. Like, he's starting to laugh at like setups. Like, I'd say He's just like, ah, 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 ah. and I'm like, and it's to the point where like other people are looking. I'm like, I can't record an entire show like this. Yeah. So I'm like, and I do, and you see most of it where I'm like, hey, man, I don't want to fuck up your buzz but are you on mushrooms and he was like basically yeah and so uh the powers that be that were recording were like we need to get him the fuck out of here and so they pulled him and uh he left and and that was and then eventually someone reached out to me that was friends with him oh and uh like he's he now known as the mushroom guy and blah blah, blah. The chris porter mushroom guy and chris porter like all his friends make fun of him and um and (laughs) it's a it's a small claim to fame for him and he has video evidence of it and i did get a picture of him just flipping me off like this and uh, (laughs) uh but yeah and so i you know i didn't think anything of it i thought we'd just use it as a clip for like promotional purposes but when they when the directors pasted it on the front of it i was like that's such a great way to i mean uh he was one of the best directors i've ever worked with oh that's awesome uh as far as just the ideas he had for comedy and stuff he even came up with the title of the special oh okay because normally like all the other specials i've done someone comes to you whether it's a producer or director and is like here's some ideas for titles and they're all just garbage and uh so he was like I, he was like and he even knew it kind of going into it. he's like i know you probably don't want to hear them but here's some ideas i had and he was like there's no money in babies and i was like and then i immediately envisioned the cover uh because what i did for the vinyl is uh i recreated the beatles butcher cover but i'm all for beatles yes. and instead of blood and meat i use money <laughs> for the for the stuff and, it's so uh, good and it's one of those things it's kind of like a dennis miller joke where you're like man most people don't get it but if you get it it's fucking awesome yes. and uh and also as a guy who's always wanted a copy of that record but doesn't have $7,000 <laughs>
0: right, to just yeah. I was going to say, I think it's really expensive, right? Yeah, it yeah, was, uh, Because they stopped I, it.
1: I saw a very cool version of it in Springfield. I still, there's no way they still have it, but um, someone had I tried to rip the, because the Butcher cover comes in different states. There's the first state, which is you bought the record with the Butcher cover, and then second state is the, uh, fucking record company pasted the
0: replacement the cover. replacement cover yeah
1: and uh it's still on there but you know it's what's behind it
0: oh i didn't know and this. then
1: third state means the cover's been ripped off and there's very different variations of it like you can get a third state that's been done professionally and it looks great and you couldn't tell the difference uh this was like Someone had tried to rip the cover off themselves, yeah. and it, they did it perfectly. But it's like just down the middle, and it kind of looks cool because you're like, "Oh, it's definitely back there." Yeah, yeah. And I didn't buy it because it was just like, you know, I'm still not—I'm still a poor guy in my head. So like to drop four hundred dollars on a record, you know, I'm like, "No, I'm not doing that." And then you leave, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, that wouldn't have been a big deal, really." Yeah. Like, you you have a lot more money than you used to. um, Still, it's still though, you're like, mm. can you think of anything you've you have pulled the trigger and spent the money on like that? Uh, sneakers, I, I uh, two not this year, but the beginning of last year, I was like, you had a good year last year, you can go spend a stupid amount of money on a pair of shoes. And right. there was some there, were the white Levi fours, I'd been eyeing them for years, okay, and I spent um, a lot of money, a lot of money, <laughs> not like thousands but many hundreds
0: are you uh gonna get the trump shoes
1: no i did look on StockX to see if they were on there <laughs> just to see what they were reselling for i mean on ebay they're going for like 25 grand
0: you nobody can, has them yet though do they I don't uh, think anybody... th-
1: no the way they did them i think he did the kanye model where you pre-sell them and then you take that money to have them made
0: oh interesting like
1: it's a pretty easy way to like You know, make a bunch of money without spending any money.
0: At some point, we're going to see somebody on the stage at Acme wearing those.
1: I mean, some comics going to buy them just for the goof. Yeah. And just, I mean, let's be fair. A lot of our brethren, one of their things is they just like to be the finger in the butthole, (laughs) and so they're going to buy them
0: just to watch the reactions. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, along those lines, I ended up on. Trump's website recently. I was like, I want to see how, I don't even know why. Oh, because to... of the because of the shoes. I want oh, to see the shoes. the shoes. I want to see how much they were for oh, sale. just so see what he has to say. Yes. And uh they there's so many variations of his hats, but it, like the original Make America Great Again? yeah Did you know those are like $45? Yeah. And I kept thinking like I don't it shouldn't Like, if you're, uh, no, but he he needs the money, I think, but also, don't you want to sell those for cheap to get them out so more people are wearing them? Uh, No,
1: because Trump is all about the American man, and he wants to support them any way he can, and if that's by charging them $45 for a $15 hat, that's how he's going to do it, and he's doing it for you. Okay. Okay? (laughs) Thank you. That's how he supports America, is by gouging them for hats. And now everyone—is it worth forty-five dollars for everyone to know that you love America? I think so.
0: <laughs> You'd pay
1: double. Uh, no, but I live in California, <laughs> so I'm already paying double for most things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> perfect. That was the perfect response to that. Uh, is there anything else we should be mentioning before I cut you loose? Or you didn't come back? Uh, I know there's been a lot of bed bugs in Vegas. You didn't come back with bed bugs. No, That's no, good. I
1: was, and um, yeah, they and they even look, man. It's bed bugs in the hotel industry. They're just like, it's going to happen. Like, you can't. And when you have 80,000 rooms on your property, you're, there's going to be bed bugs on one of them. Yeah. It's just like I was eating at a, an establishment in a downtown area of a city, and we were in a basement, and a rat ran by. And people, some of the people at our table were freaked out. I'm like, if you have a food establishment in a downtown area, you have rats. Yeah. Whether you like, you can do everything you can. But there's gonna be one. You just do your best to keep them out of your food.
0: Yeah. The rat was here before us and after yeah. us.
1: And also, there's a there's a trillion of them that we can't see. So let's let's just be happy we just saw one. <laughs>
0: That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. Just don't think about what you're not seeing. No, and just be thankful for a, the one. That's
1: a scout. <laughs> he's yeah. up here. He's like, nope, they're still up here, and he's gonna go back and say, no, we still can't go up.
0: That's like this video I watched on TikTok this morning. This guy's like, uh, he's like, pulls over because he sees a little tiny kitten on the road. Like, he's on, it looks like he's on a country road, like dirt road. Uh, he sees a kitten. He's like, oh my god, I'm gonna save this little kitten. He picks it up, and suddenly there's four dozen kittens coming out of the grass. We got (laughs) (laughs) them. We got (laughs) them. And he's like, no, 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 no. no, As a matter of fact, we're all done. (laughs) Shit, now I'm saving 50 cats. (laughs)
1: Oh, I I about had a fucking mass shooting uh, occur for my own hands. I don't have a gun with me, but I let some... There was, like, a car blocking one lane, and this guy had been waiting there forever. So I was like, come on, man. And a 1,000 cars just followed right behind him to the point where I had to be like, fuck you guys, I'm coming. And then the guy got mad at me. I was like, no, bitch. I was trying to be nice, and you all took advantage. For you, yeah. Yeah. No, that guy was long gone. Right. I'm talking to guy 38 (laughs) where I'm like, nah, bitch, you weren't even here.
0: And he's telling the story from another way. This yeah, asshole it's, cut it's, me yeah, off.
1: Yeah, we're all going. Yeah, it was his lane, but it was our turn.
0: Right. Lesson learned. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. You're like, you just killed a nice guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I was nice until you did that, and now I'm not nice anymore.
0: Uh, I go through waves of that with holding doors for people. Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, if one more person doesn't fucking thank me, I'm never doing this again. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I'm at the point. And I'm not doing it for thank yous, but come on. I just say, I always say something. Like, if they walk by, then I'll say, oh, okay. That's cool. Oh, okay. No, you go ahead. <laughs> like, I always, because even if they don't react to it, they heard it. Oh, yeah. And it'll fuck with it. Like, what the fuck was that about?
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, this has been awesome, Chris. Uh, people should look up your special on YouTube. It's yes. It's available for free. Bring some extra money when you come to a show this weekend at Acme to yeah. leave with an album. You don't even have to bring cash. I got a square. Perfect. So you, you can bring cards. Bring card. Yeah. I, I mean, you're going to have that with you anyway to buy some drinks at the club. Here, Absolutely. So. Yeah. But
1: I do not finance. Actually, I do, but the rates are awful.
0: <laughs> it's like payday loans. There you go. There you go. Um... I think that's it. We should be, should be mentioning anything else. You're still doing your podcast sporadically as well. Sporadically, right? yes.
1: Me, Andy and I both have jobs. Also, it's not going real well. So it's like the money's not coming in. So it's a labor of love. And while the people that love it love it. Um, the One Millionth Podcast with your one sister. The One Millionth Podcast with yeah. my sister, Andy. Uh, spelled with an I. and um, Which she's very adamant about. and She gets very upset when it's spelled with a Y. And uh, to the point where I can't voice text for my car, because it always spells it with a Y. And uh, it hasn't figured out that I don't want it that way. (laughs) uh, That's funny. So, yeah. So, I always have to, like, if she texts me and I... Normally, I don't have to use her name, but sometimes I have to be Andy something. Right. And I have to, like, God damn it, fucking have to type this bullshit like a poor
0: and uh there was a word i couldn't i was making notes for the podcast this morning i couldn't think of how to spell a certain word yeah so i set it into my phone so that it would spell it for oh, me. oh yeah
1: no i ask alexa how to spell things all the time and sometimes she even goes sigh and then she says it like, <laughs> like an f-r-o-m
0: yeah yeah you'll get it next time uh, next time there should it sounds like a U. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, thank you, Chris. This has been great. Thank you for having me, brother. Well, let's do it again in a year. Fuck yeah! Thank you so much for listening to No Laugh Track Podcast, the show with a new comedian headliner every single week with me, the host, Justin Severson. The show is produced in the heart of Minneapolis's North Loop neighborhood at the legendary Acme Comedy Club. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and watch the video version on our official No Laugh Track YouTube channel. Wherever you are enjoying the pod, remember, drop a like, leave a review, and please, tell your friends about the show. And most importantly, come to Acme and see my show in person.